This is a HeadGum Podcast. Something broiled, something broiled, something broiled, something born. Something bribled, something born. Now I'm going to do the solo part. like okay this is what this is the bit okay recording studio (laughs) recording an album with a band but every mic is on everything but the instruments (laughs) 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 and so you hear the like on like you hear the plugged in electric guitars being played yeah yeah, yeah. but you hear the like Imagine just a microphone on the drummer's breath. Here's what here's what the solo to Freebird sounded like from the vocals of the guy playing the yeah. solo. Squeeze, Ready? Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Yeah, no, no, the beginning of it. That's oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> We forgot we were getting a signal, but we forgot to take it a direct out from the amp, so we just have your your vocal mic. I mean, I think it sounds good. Welcome to Dynamic Banter, everybody. Um, God, what a show we have planned for you today. Uh, really, weeks in the making this show has been. And uh, we've just got some really good... This is the Beatles uh, recording um, eight days a week. <laughs> Wait, this is Ringo Ringo's vocals on the on the drums while he's playing the drums. Isolated, just what Ringo is saying. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> Mike, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to play something really fun for you. But um I got a couple things I want to say. Oh, okay. So do you want to do how should we do this? Cuz today what we have is sponsors. We have History Roads. <laughs> um 
And I think that's all we got. Oh, I've got some audio clips to play for you, and we've got oh, some sponsors. I didn't know you had a plan. No, I had zero plan. This There's no fun. plan. Oh, this There's is no great. plan at all. And then I have There's a prize never I want to give out. Yeah, so I have a prize I want to give out. Um, couple things. There's never First a plan. First of all, uh, we have today, I, I want to, uh, let's back up. The, let's take a back up. Uh, Luke designed us a really awesome shirt with talking birds on it. Oh, yeah. We announced so that maybe two weeks ago, and those are gone. Thank you so much, Luke. Thank you so much to you guys for going to dynamicbanter.clothing and buying all those, scooping them all up, and now they're gone forever. Giving them a scoop-a-doop. So I want to say thank you for that. Also, we just got a fucking awesome design, and I posted about all this on the Instagram, but we just got a fucking awesome design from Taylor York. Excuse you. That's French, and she's from British Columbia, Vancouver, mm, Canada. BC, baby. And uh, I want to go up there. VBC. Cool people up there. I love Vancouver. It's a good, we, we got to go up there. I love Vancouver, and I love cities. Thank you, Steve. Uh, and she has designed us an exclusive shirt that will only be available at the two Nashville shows. That's right. And it's fucking awesome. We put a little sneak peek of it on Instagram. And then today, two shirts are coming out, and you don't want to miss Wee-oo, wee-oo, Alarm sounds, alarm sounds. Guys, can I just give a shout out to Mike really quick who put this thing together, who put this the like- whole podcast. He put the whole fucking thing Steve together. In it. <laughs> he does all the sounds. <laughs> I'm the voice of Mike revealed, and Steve. What if I revealed that you've been doing every audio sound that comes through the computer the whole time? <laughs> You were sabotaging yourself with your yeah. eardrums. It's too goddamn loud, Steve. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Um, <laughs> that was me. That was me. That I just wanted me. to say that um, it's super rad that we have like exclusive shirts that are only available at certain events and such. Yeah. And like timed release T-shirts that uh, once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah. And uh, this was like your idea, dude, to do that. It's and I've, it's fun, and fun's not going to stop here, dude. I love it. I've always been a fan of that kind of stuff, especially when it's with like a company that I kind of dig, dude. I always wanted to be like part of like we talk about it all the time, yeah. but like a cult following, thing. yeah, like the state, like how oh, eight yeah. people know what the state is, but it's their. But favorite it gave thing. you comedy cred for yeah. knowing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be that. Yeah. For other people. One day I, you'll get comedy do, cred for saying you listened to Dynamic Banter. 100%. From the very beginning. When yeah. we're dead. When we're dead, yeah. And because uh, no one's going to appreciate it Mm-mm. until we're dead. Yeah, man. That's not how it works. <laughs> that is how it works. It's the other way around that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, which means the inverse of that. That's not going to work. And that's now not going to work. Um but uh, it's it's mainly thanks to supply and demand. Like you guys want cool shit like that, so we're able to make it. It is a dream come true for us to be able to make shit like that. So there are two T-shirts on dynamicbanter.clothing right now that are like the inverse of each other, and I think that you guys are really going to enjoy them. Also, shout out to Byron McCoy. He does a really good job. It's Morsel Combat. When you have a food fight, the song plays in the background.
player. <laughs> Dude, you know what I've said very recently? I was at a concert. I was watching Tessa Date, uh, Tessa uh, Violet, Tessa Thompson, Tessa Violet, Tessa great. Violet, open up for Coin, and uh, and I was at her concert, and I was like, what if there was no vocals like nothing was coming out of the speakers <laughs> but everyone had a little microphone on them it's so perfect and so everyone's like it's fucking great i knew about her a long time ago <laughs> long time ago i said <laughs> but mostly fake words <laughs> mostly about the sports thing yes dude this is one friends. of the things we bonded on yeah that's true i think i think that was the coolest thing you ever said. where okay where were we because we were because here's the thing i don't know if we've talked about this we've done so many fucking episodes of this show let me it's, put this down <laughs> um we were somewhere where we could yell out Mm-hmm. And it wasn't weird, like a uh, a VidCon party. Yeah, like a VidCon, like a VidCon performance. Like maybe it was like <laughs> watching. I don't know. It was some sort of spectator thing. Yeah. And Mike and I were standing around, and and anytime people were cheering, we would also throw in like a Ah, yeah, bro. Like nonsense. Yeah, and Mike said he used to do that with his pals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And. All the time at sporting events. That's a great bit because I never got to do that. I did very similar things with my pals, mm-hmm. but I never got to do that, which I think is so fucking funny. It was always Next great. time you're at a sporting event, any sport will do. Like any of you guys listening, if you guys go to like a Dodgers game or you go to like see your favorite team or whatever, or you're just seeing some local ball. Picture a sporting event. You're going to a local ball. <laughs> <laughs> Look great in those shoes and dress, now, eh? Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just when everyone's yelling, it's your perfect opportunity to just throw gibberish into the world. Because, yeah, but as long as it's vaguely sports sounding, if you step outside of the audience freaking the fuck out when uh-huh. a ball goes into a little hole, it's it's really funny to think about. Like yeah. like people screaming their heads off yeah. because someone threw a ball into a hole. Yeah, yeah. And that's and and really but but not to say that it's not amazing. Like it's right. amazing. This is amazing take feat. skill. You're against a bunch of other people who don't exactly. want you to do that. Exactly. And uh it's a game and um it's exciting to watch for sure. But when you step outside of that concept, it's so funny. So so the funnier thing is to take that idea and just throw in nonsense. Because <laughs> yeah. it's already real it's already nonsense. You're contributing to a positive noise with neutral nonsense. Yeah, you can join in with people having a great time, but just like get like I was at a Backstreet Boys concert recently uh-huh. and I'm not a huge Backstreet Boys fan because it passed me right by and the band didn't represent anything that I was looking for in my life at the time. <laughs> <laughs>
And <laughs> um but I was at the concert and that's what you do when when people are cheering because their favorite song came on. Yeah. Freaking out with them. It would be really funny to say, let's go Dodgers! As soon as the the Backstreet Backstreet Boys Boys. finish the song. Nice one! That's a two-roll two! Ah, Right now, that's all about all we got! (laughs) And that's the thing, like, just having a lot... Having a lot of fun with with next time you're at an event where even when people are singing Happy Birthday and you know there's that moment at the end of Happy Birthday where oh. everyone goes woo and claps that's your opportunity to go oh toast boy can I <laughs> toast boy can I please divert a little bit yeah. off of what you just please, said please I was at um I was in Long Beach and there was this pizza place we went to called like Pizza Nista or something like that. I love it. It was awesome. Pizza Nista. I suggest it for sure. Was it like pizza, Mexican pizza? No, it was regular pizza. They called it Pizza Nista. Okay. Is it pizza N-I-Z-Z-A dash N-I-Z-Z-A? I-N-I. 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 Pizza Nine Inch Nails Easter. Something like that. Got it. Um... But there was a small person's birthday party happening and like toddlers and they okay. sang, the parents all sang happy birthday. Absolutely. And then at the end of the song, no one clapped. They didn't clap until happy birthday to you. <laughs> Yay. They didn't clap until... Whoever the birthday person was blew out the candles. And I thought that was terrifying. Yeah, that's unsettling for it's sure. Like, it's like in church when you're singing really joyous, uplifting songs, but when the song ends, there's no reaction yeah, and every, from anyone. And you look around at everyone and they're all yeah. incredibly serious. Dude, that's looking. why black church had it, dude. Yes, because they never stopped. All white people got uh, deprived of black church. Baptist? Is that yeah. what it is? Baptist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It always looked so fun. I remember watching Blues Brothers as a kid. Remember that scene in oh, Blues Brothers yeah, where dude. they see the light? Yeah. Dude, James Brown is fucking killing it. And it's just this like, I know it's still kind of like a- Looking for a light. <laughs> I know it's still kind it, it like, it's still um a little bit of a caricature of what it really is like, I'm sure. Because mm. in the Blues Brothers, it's like, everyone's freaking the fuck out dancing. And then there's like a shot of like the ceiling and you just see a guy like flip through. And <laughs> like, like they flip so high, they flip into the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've always wanted to to just, because it just looks like everyone's having a there fucking had great time. Flips. The the Holy Spirit has definitely moved absolutely. people to flips. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. 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 But yeah, so, th- so here's a tip. Next time there's an opportunity for you to say nonsense while a clapping is happening, just yeah. go ahead and throw out whatever Gotta you do, want. Dude, go to it, especially if you're not into sports. I would imagine that some of the people listening to this are not that into sports. Right. Please go because, one, when you see sports in person, very impressive and very fun. I have still not sports in person. I'm going to take you to a Clippers game, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Wow. And then- you could always just cheer nonsense. Yes. And it's so it's great because so everyone's happy that you're just up and cheering. Yes. But you don't even have to know what's going on. No. Go, two, two, boys. 
and you also feel <laughs> you always feel like you're part of the group. Yeah. When you when you it's a great way to feel like you're part of a bigger thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're just clapping because that someone threw a three pointer or whatever. And you can go like Maraca. <laughs> yeah. Maraca. Maraca. <laughs> Oh, so many hands! That's two hands, two two hands. What? Oh, yeah, you went up. <laughs> you went up. And um, cheering for the guy in the elevator. It's also funny to do if you're at like an office meeting, you know, and you have like a like everyone's in the gathered in the whatever all-purpose room, and yeah. everyone's like, we just wanted to announce some things about the upcoming whatever. Yeah. And then they go like, and also, uh, you know, Susie. I'll be the guy. I'll be the guy. You make the announcement. Okay, okay, guy. great, great. The guy <clears throat> who's not really into it but desperately wants to be a part of what's going on. Right, right. What's this meeting for? Um, and so I just wanted to say great job to everybody. We had a great Susie? quarter this year, oh, sure. and it's, uh, it's looking really good for us, so – um, you know what? Yeah, everyone, let's just give each other a round of applause. Great work, great work this year. Everybody. Hey, one more time, one more time. All of us now. Two. So great work, everybody, and just right back to work now. Thank you. Okay. Hey, we're done clapping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, anytime. We're <laughs> gonna get him right out. Jeff just learned about clapping, and he likes to. Yeah. He wants to clap all the time. <laughs> hey guys, spreadsheet's done. And this is another guy that joins in. <laughs> That's funny. Complete silence. Yeah. Just two, two people guys. Opposite ends of the office. <laughs> and one everyone of them would doing... hate that guy. Yeah. Everyone would hate that guy. And email people. sent. <laughs> All right. Office crowd. So, Mike, there was a reason why I played the Mortal Kombat theme song. Mm hmm. And I'm gonna do it again, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead us into a new segment that I created. Okay. And it's gonna be a fun game, I hope. So here we go, one more time. Very excited. Test your mic. All right, Mike. Welcome to the first ever What the Fuck is Happening During This Fatality game show. Oh, what? The new Mortal Kombat game is coming out. If we had, a, if Mortal Kombat was a sponsor, this would be a, be a perfect okay. game to Just play. Just say the name of the company and we can pitch this to them. Midway. Uh, I think it's Midway, yeah. I know, although Midway might have been too long ago. Activision. <clears throat> So here's the deal. Um, oh, I wanted to play some spoof, some funny. So I have to guess stuff. what's happening. During yeah, during this fatality. This fatality. Can yes. you tell me? So who's here's involved? here's the deal. Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> I I think is out already or is coming. I don't know, man. I don't have any. I have almost zero interest in the Mortal. <laughs> Welcome Kombat back to series. IGN. We think Mortal Kombat <laughs> might be out. Mortal Kombat 11 will come out. I think. <laughs> <laughs> that channel would not do well. No. That um, was but uh, I don't care too much about the Mortal Kombat series. Is what is what I'm trying to say. I used to I played it, the arcade game and everything. I was around for when it first came you out. You knew the blood code. 
I knew the blood code. I knew some of the fatalities, even though they were hard as fuck to ever pull off. Never knew one. Um, I knew scorpions, I think. And that was the only one. Because I think his was like the easiest. It was like back, forth, back, forth, B or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that was always the funniest thing too when you're playing Mortal Kombat and like the fatality. It's like it's like that moment to activate the fatality yeah. happens, and there's like that guy that's just like like Weary. knocked out, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're like moving your body up to him, like doing like weird. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, I can't do it. Fuck. And the guy's like, <laughs> and then you uppercut like four feet away from him. Yeah, and then, and then you're like, fuck. <laughs> I missed it. But I just love the like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that is great. I, I used to love that, and I used to love trying to put in, like, the money code in the first uh, Grand Theft Auto, and your guy's just there, like... Because <laughs> you're trying to do the code? Yeah. Best thing ever. It's like Robot Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> your mother died, your mother died, your mother died. Your money's good, your money's good. Um. So, anyway, Mortal Kombat's coming out, Mortal Kombat 11, and this video is five minutes long, and it is every fatality and fatal blow... In 4K 60 FPS, so far, published by IGN. That's all of our frames per second so far. Every frame per second so you, you can like have. Stop it in between people. Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, st I'm gonna play a fatality, and then you're gonna tell me what you think happened. Okay, you have to tell me who's doing. Okay, it. so this is uh, Scorpion and Sonya Blade. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay, what happened there? <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back, and I'll let you listen to what happens first, and okay. then we'll talk about that. How do I win? Um, you you guess perfectly what's okay, happening. Great, perfect. Somebody threw a timpani at Sonya Blade. <laughs> the whole timpani somebody threw drum. The, the pit part of the orchestra at Sonya Blade. The entire pit, or oh. or uppercutted her into the the pit of an orchestra. The final answer. Just to give you an example of what actually happened, go, so going forward you might get a little closer. Uh -huh. Scorpion has ignited his entire body on fire, sure, and then he Impressive. flew through Sonya Blade and cut her in half, flying through her. Which half of her fell into the pit part of the orchestra? Well, it's not. <laughs> but it's Mortal Kombat 11, Mike. Oh. And that's not enough. <laughs> More things continue to happen <laughs> after what seems like instant death happens. What would be the fatality? Sure. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a Mortal Kombat Eleven fatality if it didn't if it didn't kill someone four times. Sure. <laughs> um. So here we go. So listen carefully. Scorpion is going to ignite himself and then shoot his entire body through Sonya Blade. So I'll, that's the setup. Let's see where where it goes from there. Okay. So here it goes. Fatality. <laughs> Dude, do you know what would be so fucking funny? And somebody should do this. <coughs> Insert my voice after every time it says fatality. Insert me going, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I think fatality is not a word. I think they created... That's a, more, that's a TM. That's I think a they Kombat created TM. the word fatality. So... 
It sounds like there's some. Oh kind wait, of that's stupid. That's the stupidest thing I've ever said. No, fatality is definitely. A word. Yeah, I, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. And in my if life. you look that up, you get put on a list for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually been. It's actually just a very old, old word. <laughs> <laughs> fatality was the third word ever invented. Um, wow. Yeah, that's that's real dumb. So I'm guessing. And tell me how. That's close so I am. dumb. I might edit it out. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't want the bongo music. So uh, he cuts her in half. And she's on fire, and then it sounds like he his came out. He doesn't even use it. Doesn't even use. Doesn't it. even use. I it. was gonna say that limbs get pinned to a wall. Here's what I'll do. I'm gonna bring it back to the flaming. He flame. He ignites his entire body. Here's what I'll do. Okay, so mm-hmm. tell me. So that's what you think. That's your final answer. That's what happened. To be fair, the the pit of the orchestra was my final answer. Okay. Well, you're wrong. There's okay. no orchestra pit so here. So I got one wrong. Big deal. Even Michael Johnson missed a couple shots. Let me explain to you what's happening in this one, okay? I'll, I'll just do a play-by-play. Scorpion ignites his body in flames. He flies through Sonya Blade. That's what that is. The and now commentator for And now what we're getting <laughs> Yeah, now what we're getting <laughs> is Sonya Blade reacting to And by the way, Scorpion flew through her body and somehow her spine is still intact. Hmm. But he flew completely through her. Cauterized. He's on fire. <laughs> so he went through her spine. Of course, the word that Mortal Kombat invented. Of course. And so wait, he went through her spine and then and then the spine like fell down and that's why it's still there. Okay. Is that what you're saying? Because you're saying he cauterized I said the, the it. The wound is cauterized. Because <laughs> okay. of fire. Which might be why she's still screaming alive. Still. <laughs> and screaming. Um, so here's her reaction to that. Oh, shit. And, and that sound is her spine wiggling around. Uh huh. For those of you having breakfast. Now, a s- scorpion has taken a sword out because he has swords in this one. Spoiler. And he cuts off her head. That's what that sound was. Okay. And then he kicks her head uh-huh. and then throws the sword through her mouth. Her Wait, no, no, no. Oh, there's a sword. Actually, damn. you're right. <laughs> it's the it's the it's that thing. So okay, Great. so here's what he did. Yeah. He ignited his entire body on fire and flew through her body, getting rid of like five percent of her torso. Pesky midsection. A thorax, if chest, she was an ant. and stomach. Well, actually, it's more like lower chest down to pubic bone. Okay. And gutty. Works. All we have left standing there is a spine, mm-hmm. but Scorpion went through it. It's called the toasted bread basket. Now, Scorpion is now behind Sonya Blade, and Sonya Blade horny. is facing the opposite direction. That's horny. And <laughs> Scorpion and, pulls, and that's horny. And that's horny. <laughs> the Scorpion pulls out a sword with his left hand, yeah. spins around with the sword. Which is not even his dominant hand. So no, that's sir. Ultra impressive. Very impressive. And it cuts off Sonya Blade's head. Then, while the head is midair, he kicks it. Also very impressive. With his left leg. Also not his dominant leg. And while the head is in the air from being kicked, he shoots his spear from his hand through the back of her severed head, and it comes out of her mouth. Does the head then stick to a wall? No. It just freeze frames with her head filling the frame with the blade through her mouth. Yeah, exactly. That face. I open eyes? Open eyes. Fatality. No shit. Scorpion wins. That's a flawless victory. Okay, so this well, one there's no player two. This one is between Scorpion and Sub Zero. Okay, here we so go. So this is Scorpion. I'll let it play out for you. Okay. 
Okay. This is the whole fatality. Scorpion is doing the Scorpion fatality. is doing the fatality. Yeah, so these are all Scorpion's fatalities. Scorpion is administering fatality. Right. And he's engaged in fatality. And he's facing Sub-Zero. Here we go. I'm going to play for you. Okay. Fatality. Okay. Scorpion first... Shoots out his little grappling hook thing. Okay. But to Sub-Zero's surprise, it goes past him into where the gardener is at, grabs a bag of gravel, shoots up over his head, and shakes out the bag of gravel. So Sub-Zero's like, what are, you, what are these little he, rocks? He's sprinkling little rocks on he's Sub-Zero. sprinkling gravel on Sub-Zero. Someone is thrown in the air, and then why? somebody comes. Why? Who's thrown in the air? Because there's a fight. Who gets thrown in the air? Sub-Zero gets thrown in okay, the air. Okay, so, so Scorpion has emptied the bag of gravel it's on top of Sub-Zero. Now it's just the Now bag. he's on the ground. Now he's on the, he's into the ground. He goes up and into the ground. In front of him and then throws him into the air? No. Okay. He throws Sub-Zero into the air. Got it. He then comes down and he's implanted into the ground because of the, the sheer force. Scorpion is planted in the ground. Yeah. After putting gravel down. He's, he's gardening. Yeah. And then he grows up. He grows tall and proud, and that's the end. That's the fatality. That's it. Okay, how? Not a bad guess. You're actually right in the very beginning. The bag of gravel. Yes. Oh, oh, that the uh, the hook goes. The hook comes out. No, no, it doesn't go past him. Shit. But it comes out. So here's what happens. Scorpion has shot his blade out of his hand, but it's red hot. (laughs) Okay, and it goes right through Sub Zero. Let's hear it. Oh, it actually doesn't go through him. It just sticks into his chest. Yeah. With that momentum, Scorpion now flips over him. Scorpion flips. Scorpion flips over. So you're right about him flipping over, just no gravel. Okay. And Scorpion's fiery chain blade is stuck in Sub-Zero still while he's flipping over him. Oh, so is he cut in half? And that hot chain is going to land on Sub-Zero's head. Let's hear that. And now he's being burnt with the blade, uh, with the with Scorpion's chain blade. And now the chain is being forced underneath him, and Scorpion flips around and pulls it, and it literally tears Sub Zero in half. Fatality. So you were close. Okay. Scorpion I'll take a point for that. Okay. Nice work, Mike. Well, let's do one more. You want to do a different person? How many fucking? I'm telling you, it's five minutes long, and I think this might... Oh, no, this is Sub-Zero's fatality now. You want to hear that one? Sure. Is Jack still in it? I don't think so. I know. I mean, like, remember Baraka? Kind of. I think Baraka might have been Mortal Kombat 2. He just looked like an orc. Yes. Yeah. He was like a regular guy, but he had like a big mouth with teeth. (laughs) Baraka is is Brazilian for big teeth mouth. Big mouth teeth. Okay, here we go. Here's here's Sub-Zero fatality. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. What happened? Should I play some fun obviously, music while you guess? Obviously, something icy happened at the <laughs> I don't like this music. 
I can't think. I okay, can't think you want me to hear it one more time? Okay, let me play it one more time, and then you can tell me what you think is happening, okay? This is Sub-Zero killing Scorpion. Say, say this happens first, and then pause it, and I'll tell you Okay, 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 here we go. So here's what's happening first. Oops, sorry, that's a little low. I'm sorry. I quit. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, what was that? That was raining down shards of ice. Okay. Obviously. Okay. And I think that's important. Okay. And then let me put without a proper advisory from the weatherman. Okay, great. So ice falling. Icy conditions. Icy conditions. Okay. And here we go. Here's what happens next. That sounds almost like he's growing ice inside the other person. Wow. Like maybe he shot an icicle and then. Dude, that's like exactly what's happening two points it's he's shooting ice at scorpion he's shooting like ice particles at him yeah and a block of ice is like growing over scorpion okay with his head sticking out yeah and then he comes over and he does something to his head like he kisses his maybe forehead. he does but let's hear what it is and you can tell me what you think it is okay you think he might kiss his forehead i think it's a possibility it's not my final answer either. all right let's listen this is after he's he's formed an ice block around him with his head sticking out that's a kiss on the forehead that is a kiss on the forehead correct it's a friendship <laughs> friendship <laughs> yeah. remember friendship remember you would do friendships Bay and babality and stuff yeah. babality was the worst babality was so stupid and we stayed we'll up turn all you into night a baby. being like let's see what scorpion looks like as a baby yeah and same we all thing, thought that was fun thing. yeah what happened was a scorpion created an ice axe with magic and swung it and cut off scorpion's head and now scorpion's head is on the ground okay let's 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 see what happens the next the end fatality let's, the end let's see what happens next where's the where's the reverb pedal i know pedal? i know he, has he a must DD have one six he's hitting it when he has he a does boss it. dd6 <laughs> what do you think happened there mike after That's, he got his head cut off i can only imagine that they took a eighth inch jack and plugged it into his voice box <laughs> hooked up a dd6 digital <laughs> delay made by boss as the second edition of the dd made by boss digital delay he stomped on it nice. Did he blast the reverb? Those are six. He cranked notes. it up. Yeah, played out of an orange amp <laughs> with a Mesa Boogie head. What is that? A peeve? <laughs> um, these aren't fun. Who can memorize all the fucking? I know it's garbage to be able to do this um, all the time. So here's what happens: the head rolls on the ground, and Sub Zero picks it up. Oh, it's not picks old. it up, and yeah. then. While he's holding it in his hand, freezes. he freezes the head. Sure, preserving it. And then punches it and it explodes. So who's making that noise? I think it's Sub-Zero. He's I think he's going, A thousand times. That. That's, a little, that's a little bit much. It's that's a lot. That's a little up your own ass. Dude, so that means he has a microphone in his Inside mask. that mask, yeah. That's, That's making cool. That annoying. Do you think he ever goes intergalactic planetary yeah. planetary intergalactic right before they uh right before they fight? He's like, "Hey, Sub Zero, check this out." Intergalactic planetary <laughs> planetary intergalactic, and then and then imagine them like dancing a little bit, and then fucking Scorpion goes another dimension, another dimension, another dimension. 
<laughs> but they're like very far apart from each other, and they're just dancing a little and bit. And yeah, it cuts to the wide shot. Yeah. They're really far away. <laughs> okay, and you, you can hear you the, ready? the echo of the music coming from each of their little speakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we were watching these fatalities the other day. That would be a good and, um we were... Uh, laughing at these stupid fatalities because they're all so ridiculous it's were you like, watching these on another podcast or just casually? no no casual casually i was showing them to owen and at the office here yesterday and then joe came over and and elliot but lee was sitting kind of where you were so all the guys were like gathered over here and we're all laughing at this stupid shit and lee's just sitting there and then joe's just like what do you he- what do you think we're watching yeah and she was just like it sounds like someone's dropping a bowl of gravy onto a yeah <laughs> you know, like- that's what it sounds somebody's beating the shit out of like jello right yeah. and it's um it i just thought that was really funny and i was like oh i got to do this with mike and have him think uh think about things that are happening it's fun literally that gives me a feeling since mortal kombat has been in our lives since our our early teens yeah it just gives me this feeling in my stomach that I would never be able to memorize <laughs> how to do that i know that's the thing it's that's like the fucking fatalities were so hard yeah they were so hard to do and it and i guess it I guess it lent itself a little to the replay value of the game, but like after a while, I was just so frustrated with it. And also, like, it just wasn't, it didn't feel like a good fighting game. Like, Street Fighter felt like a good fighting mm-hmm. game. Like, the jumping, the the movement, the weight of the character felt right. Yeah. Mortal Kombat always felt like everybody's too heavy. Why and is too, everyone like... doing front flips? I know. It, yeah, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> Dude, did you ever see Zangief do a goddamn front flip? No. No, because that man is incapable physically. The physics don't work Not out. only is he incapable physically, he just can't do it. He's scared. He's nervous. <laughs> All right, let's do some. Let's do. <laughs> let's do so some. Uh, let's do some uh, sponsors. Okay. You want me to provide? Oh, you want to do that? <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> it was so loud it attacked your I eyes. Attacked my eyes. Okay, point the point, yeah, point the guitar there. There we go. Can you do a little tears in heaven? No. Okay, great. <laughs> Okay, let's do um let's do this one first. Okay, go ahead. Was that a happy birthday? <laughs> How many times did you play that at a show? Cuz someone it was someone's birthday. I would do stuff like that. Me too. I do. And it all then the time. if I saw a pretty girl, the guitar trick is to go That's like your uncle's guitar trick. And then what's the guitar trick once she's in your room, in your bedroom? Guys, quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers, and Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. 
Mike Falzone and I use Quip on the daily basis together sometimes, and it's a nice experience because of those sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough for sensitive gums and the built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. It's a helpful guide. And a multi-use cover that mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. Quip travels with me literally everywhere I go. Anytime I travel somewhere, New York, I bring my toothbrush with me, and it's got to be Quip or I'm not going to have a good time. I'm telling you, those hotel toothbrushes are bad news. Quip, uh, Quip, is, Quip has made a fan for life out of me. Let's just say that. Mike agrees. He was he was saying yes. And guys, those brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars. And that's a good time. It's just a stylish, helpful, nice, good toothbrush. We love it. You'll love it. A lot of fans tweeted us. Um listeners tweeted us and say here we we got our quip toothbrush and we love it but don't take mine or their words for it quip just starts at 25 bucks and if you go to getquip.com slash banter you can get your first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack free with the toothbrush at getquip.com slash banter. That's getquip, Q-U-I-P, dot com slash banter. Thank you, Quip. Yeah, drop that D, baby. Drop that D, baby. That's how you can tell how sexually experienced the woman is if she tells you to drop to that drop D. that d yeah. hey after this movie i want you to go ahead and drop that d <laughs> i'm gonna be like do we have to wait for the movie <laughs> guys robin hood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks etfs options and cryptos all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place trades in just four taps. That's right, four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. And with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And Robinhood is giving listeners of Dynamic Banter a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. So why don't you go sign up at banter.robinhood.com. That's banter.robinhood.com. And start building that stock portfolio and learn it. Because, guys, the future is happening right now.
Thank you, Mike. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was fun. Thank you. you. That was fun. Can I tell you something? Yeah. The other day, well, I suppose that's this whole, <laughs> that's this whole thing, isn't it? Telling each other something. I Let me tell you a, something. I got asked to do a comedy show on the 30th mm -hmm. at uh, Sycamore Tavern in mm -hmm. West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy was like, do you want to do stand-up? I was like, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And he goes, it's kind of a variety show. So, <clears throat> and I just went on this podcast, this guy, Jimmy Shin. Uh -huh. He has a podcast out of the uh, out of the comedy store. And I did it the other day and I talked a lot about how I used to be a, a musician. Nice. And he was like, dude, it's a variety show. So if you feel like bringing oh, a guitar shit. and doing a set... You should do a set. Whoa. And my initial reaction was to be like, those days are over. No, thank you. And then I thought about it for a second and I was like, dude, I would get to bring like a cool delay pedal or this other pedal that I haven't used in a long time and I would get to make things sound pretty. Yeah. But I don't know how my voice sounds anymore because I just haven't sang in a long dude, time. Dude, I was just doing that the other day too. I was singing for Alana the other day, playing guitar That's and she loved cute. it. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't feel like I'm <clears throat> sounding so good. Because I was you, just, dude, you, uh, when you're in it, when you're doing it all the time, I you, know it gets comfortable. There's a whole way you got to breathe to make it sound real nice. Yeah. There's a resonation thing that you have to be in touch with. Yeah. Yeah. And then you fall out and you're like, what did I always sound like this? Yeah. It's just like, I haven't hit those highs in a while and I haven't like yeah. done like a karaoke night with pals in a while and yeah. haven't hooked up the old rock band. Played some rock band at home, do some some of that. Haven't seen my scores on rock band. Haven't reckoned been rock band. Haven't been able to run on broadband. Ross band. Ross band, man. That's the guy in Tijuana Taxi. <laughs> Waiting for his horn. <laughs> dude i bet you anything one time i recorded with this this producer in connecticut that was the guy who like founded the jonas brothers and i think he produced that song who let the dogs out oh wow i don't think i know he produced that song dude he he's rolling in it then he's probably I, doing well i don't know about his finances but i would imagine yeah and uh i'd imagine he's probably doing pretty good yeah and then i was like that i was like that because I was like, can't screw up. Nothing yeah. can be out of tune. Yeah. So I was playing my songs nervous like that. My own song. <sighs> and then he left it. Dude, I've never talked about this before. I'd love no to hear really it. gives a shit. I give a shit. But that was like my biggest, oh, Mike is finally recording with a, a Grammy winning producer. Yeah. Out of his home. And then one of the first things he said before we started recording was, and don't bite, bump that mic because that's a $16,000 microphone. And he was kidding, but he also wanted to make sure I knew what he was working with. That's you know? so fucking funny. Dude, and then I was so nervous and I was fucking up. And you could hear these three songs that I produced with him are very like, uh, they're very to the, they're very like pop, like perfect pop songs. Yeah. Like there's no out of place, nothing. Right. And, uh, and I remember I was getting very nervous and he left like they have a mic so you could hear them through the headphones and then they turn it off when you're recording. He didn't turn off the mic uh -oh. at one point. Oh, shit. And my vocal coach, my friend um, Melissa Mulligan, was next to him. Oh. <laughs> I heard him go, make sure he knows that this isn't what he thinks it is. <laughs> 
And that's one of those moments that, in all honesty, like it hurt at the time. But it's such an honest thing it's that so you need good. to hear. Because after that, I was like, oh, he's right, dude. It's not like I'm going to release these songs and people are going to be like, who'd you record those with? Yeah. Here's your record deal. Right. You know, like the, the work is all still on you and you learn that kind of shit through little lessons like that. Wow, what a story. Yeah. Did you just sit there and pretend like you weren't hearing him? Like you weren't hearing them? I definitely didn't acknowledge it until like months later. And I internalized <sighs> it because I was a musician and I was like. Uh-huh, yeah, I don't want to hear it. You don't want. That's a last thing you want to hear yeah but i was very dude when i was playing music i was like everything that you record or whatever like this could be the thing see that's why that's why i can't make serious music because i know it has to be like good well you can make it now i just think because pop and everything is so overproduced yeah i think the cool indie things are like they find their audience because they're imperfect you know, yeah. it, it may yes. not be everyone. Yes. Like a pop song, their voices aren't auto tuned and right, shit like right, that. Right, yeah, There's yeah. like little imperfections, and like that's why you go back to listen to you hear the string like blues and shit like that. What's yeah, that yeah, string yeah. sound? <laughs> yeah, I like hearing that sound. Yeah, I like hearing it in rock songs where there's drums and shit. It's like, whoa, cool, dude. Listen to like. Uh, there's a science to that. Alan Stone and people like Ben Harper and shit, and they're like struggling for notes, but their whole heart is in it. That's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Especially because it's like it's it's just like anything else in life. If you're confident enough and you have that confidence, yeah. it doesn't matter what you look or sound like. Mm-hmm. The, that confidence is going to translate into something. Yeah. Do you remember Gavin DeGraw? Yeah. He came out with a record called Chariot. And like almost every fucking song off that record was a uh, was a single, and it no was amazing. Shit. But then combined, it was a two CD thing, and it was Chariot, the studio version, and then stripped, like him with like a four piece band, yeah. and some of the songs are just him at the piano. And like, wow. I listened to that. I put away the studio. I was like, okay, got once or twice. I got it. I only listened to the stripped version of that for so long and it was fucking amazing yeah i mean it's undeniable when an artist can just like turn on a fucking mic and get in front of a piano or get an acoustic guitar and it's just them yeah it's like fuck very few of them still even do that that's why i fucking love i mean with music it's a it's a totally different thing and there's a there's an additional aspect to it but i think that's the reason i fell in love with stand-up so much yeah it's because like you either make people react with your voice or you don't Yep. And it's very like you can't fake that. Yeah, I uh there was a a version of me that went off to like pursue something in music for sure. I don't know what or how because after years of playing the guitar and never taking any lessons, I still don't feel like I can play the guitar. Like yeah, I can like, hit a ceiling. Yeah, I just hit a ceiling and I'm just like unless I take lessons, it's probably not going to get any better. You know, unless I'm like playing literally every fucking yeah. day, not going to get better instantly. Right, right, right. And you'd have to, you'd have to put a lot of work into it. And I was just like, "Fuck, I don't know." Like, I'm at this crossroads. Do I put all this? I mean, I'm sure you've, you're at the same thing. It's like yeah. you either put well, all your, 
Right, you put all your shit into music or you put all your shit into comedy. And it's like, I want to do comedy music. So maybe it was like fulfilling both of those things, but yeah. it was like, it's just so fucking hard. Yeah. It's so hard. Which is why people should uh, appreciate everyone. Who yeah, does. I respect people like, like, you know, like even our friends that are doing Like Darren put, put out an album. Dude, that's, Darren's my favorite rapper right now. Dude, he's just fucking doing Without it. Without question. And then he's putting out all those fucking behind the scenes. I know, those are great. Where he's playing guitar and he's playing bass. And I always wonder, I'm like, sometimes, he hires other singers like I think Megan's yes. on it and mm-hmm. somebody else is on it and they do a great job but I'm always like who's playing guitar like I want to play guitar I know it's him. Darren is an amazing yeah. guitar player yeah 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 he really is and that's the thing like when you when you have someone who's kind of like the jack of all trades you know that mm-hmm. it's an undeniable force and, and even producing like he may be I think he's kind of like limited in physical play. I think he'll tell you that he's kind yeah, of limited, yeah. but then he manipulates stuff in production yes. and it all sounds, it all goes together so well. Yes. And he's, I think he's found like his vibe, like his kind of half singing, yes. half rapping thing. I remember when he first started, he was like, I know it's heavily influenced by Drake, but I don't want to be like too much like Drake. Right. He does the same thing comedians do. It's like when you start, you sound like somebody else. Yep. And you sound like somebody else until you find yourself, mm-hmm. and then it's different. I did the same thing. Yeah. I could point to specific fucking jokes that are exactly like other people's yeah. or cadences or whatever. Yes. And then you just do it constantly, and you find your own way, and you mix everything together, and you do it your own way. And I think he's doing that right now in his fucking, what's called Lemon Grove? Yeah, Lemon Grove. Yeah. And the fact that you could like, when I was making music, you had to buy my record to hear it. Right. You could just go on fucking Spotify and listen to the whole record and yeah. he gets compensated for Darren's that. Darren's whole album is on Spotify right now. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, fuck him, this isn't a plug, but also he's my <laughs> favorite rapper. Yeah, I uh I'm not much of a rap <laughs> fan. I like early 80s. Well, you're racist. Like, <laughs> I'm racist and I only like the 80s rap. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a problem. Hey, um, this is me, Steve. Yeah, I love that shit. I love Fat Boys and like yeah. uh, Humpty. Uh, what's his name? Digital Underground. Yeah, Digital Underground. Yeah. Sixty nine, my honky nose will tickle your rear. I like my oatmeal lumpy. <laughs> you know, Tupac was in the Digital Underground. Was he really? Yeah, dog. That's cool. You ever watch Better Off Dead? No. Uh, not Better Off Dead. Was it Nothing to Lose or Better Off Dead? With Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. Oh. And they go to that weird fucked up place and he's like, I never let a banker go. And Demi Moore's in it. Nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble. Yeah. Tupac is in it. And that. Dan Aykroyd's the old man. Yeah, yeah. Tupac's in that? Tupac is in it. Because that Digital Underground's in that? He's like the DJ in Digital wow, Underground. Wow, no shit. All the world the Dude. Let's do a commentarium on. Oh, uh, that would be a great one. No, to do. Nothing. What is it? Nothing but trouble. Yeah. Wow. No one would be able to find it. It's perfect. I was thinking about doing a digital underground uh, a commentarium for uh, Black Sheep the other day. Oh, fuck. I was thinking about I haven't seen scene. that in so long. Remember that scene where the nitrous, they go over a construction zone and they pop a hole in the nitrous oxide container <laughs> that's like underneath the car? And it seeps into the cars. Like, oh, oh yeah, I'm that's right. Into the car. <laughs> yeah, so then they get really high. And they get really high, yeah. and the, but the tape deck keeps cutting in and out. And so every time the tape deck, <laughs> oh is yeah, that's and right. Like, and then it plays that? like regular music, and yeah. he's just like sitting there. <laughs> that's right. That's such a good dude, movie, Chris man. Farley. 
Dude, this generation doesn't know about Chris Farley, and that's so fucking sad. And isn't that interesting? Because I feel like John Candy is even deeper gone than Chris Farley is. But I really feel like some there are people keeping it alive, keeping that alive. Oh by, yeah, because I mean, like I won't stop talking about movies like Uncle Buck and Great Outdoors and shit. And then we're gonna talk about Tommy Boy and Tommy Black Boy Sheep. And Black and, Sheep, dude. Uh, dude, he's in Wayne's World and and Billy Madison. Yeah, like, dude, Chris Farley and Billy Madison is insane. Well, not me personally, but this guy I know, <laughs> him and her got <laughs> it up. <laughs> No, 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 you didn't. No, no, she didn't. Dude, but you can imagine what it'd be like, right? Chris Farley's that voice is probably like a a deep cut um, inspiration for wrestling Fred stuff for sure. Dude, yeah, there's a little bit of Chris Farley. But that's thing. That's the thing. It's like you can't. We can't help it. We grew up with these like amazing superstars in our lives, and our brains were developing while we were like soaking in all of this comedy. Yeah. So it's like unavoidable, and it really is a testament to these people because, um, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery, and um, and inspiration is is you know unavoidable. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's do a history road and then get the fuck out of here. Sound good? Please. All right. What do you have to say, Abe Lincoln? I found out long ago. Whoa, it's a long way down the history road. Whoa, history road. History road. Let's hear the produced one. Is that the produced one? Oh no, it's not. I want to see someone's hand do the do 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 do. I need to see that. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, this history road comes from Hampus Le Lejean. Good name, Hampus. The most rare recording of "Wonderful Christmas Time" ever. Hey, beep, 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 If beep, it's beep, a Rick Roll, you get blocked. That's the new rule. This is a crazy story that I think you boys will find interesting. So Paul released the song in 1979, and five years later, it became time to make a Swedish version of it. The year, of course, because you do, right? That's what you do. Oh, shit, is it five years oh, later fuck. already? We better do this Swedish version or we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> or Paul's like, my career's over. If I want to live on, I must do the Swedish version. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 1984 and Swedish Swedish was at an all-time high had just gotten into translating the big American Christmas hits for radio that's interesting. That is very interesting. Schwagen, Florgen, a wonderful Christmas chicken to turkey. The turkey and the bacon. 
It's the Christmas turkey walkie. At this time, all it took to create a legendary Christmas song in Sweden was what can only be described as a MIDI cover of the instrumentals, <laughs> a well-known Swedish voice, and some simple five minutes translations of the lyrics. I cannot wait Is for Sia this. Is Sia Swedish? Seal? Sia. Oh, Sia. I don't know. What was 07? Were they Swedish? I know ABBA's Swedish. I don't know that. <gasps> 07 waiting line is Sia is singing it, but it was from back in the day. And it's one of those songs. You know how you have five songs that you could listen to on a loop forever? Is it zero, Z-E-R-O-7? Seven? Zero 07, yeah. Z-E-R-O-7. Says I'm offline, which is absolutely <laughs> preposterous. Waiting line is the name of the song. Yeah, it's not loading my... Uh... Oh, you gotta. Fuck. Let's go do oh, here it is. That's not it. That's gonna be not it. Test. Your test. Let me finish this email. At this time, my grandfather worked as a studio technician at one of Sweden's biggest recording studios, and he kept a lot of old tapes until his death. Oh my God. Mike, I think. There's no way. I think we have an exclusive here. Exclusive Swedish MIDI remix straight from Sweden himself. I've digitized them all at this point, but this is by far the most interesting one. The singer supposedly couldn't handle how the synths sounded and had to leave midway through recording <laughs> to throw up. No. The song was for obviously never released to the public. They never <laughs> finished it. And the studio is long closed. <laughs> and if you breathe in through your nose really hard late at night, you can still smell... The singers vomit in the bathroom. What I have here might be the only surviving copy of this recording, and I thought, what better place to premiere it than on my favorite pod P. So here it is, the rarest recording of simply having a wonderful Christmas time that ever existed. Enjoy. Regards. Hampus. What Here a we great go. fucking name. Here we go. From Hampus. Okay, can, can I get some more of me in, in the in the monitor? Okay. Uh, what? Are, are, are these synths supposed to be like this? Is this how it's supposed to sound? Okay. We're recording. I'm, I'm only going to do this. Oh, my God. Månen är rätt. Jag må bra. Vi är ikväll. Och det räcker bra Har helt enkelt En underbar juletid Har helt enkelt En underbar juletid Is the lyrics here? Okej, och jag mår bra Ni kommer bara En gång om året Jag har helt Long, 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 long
Simply having a wonderful Christmas time outtake. Well, thank you so much, Hampus, for giving us this incredible gift. It's disrespectful, and uh, I'm not, I don't agree with it, but it made me laugh a lot. It's one of those things where it's like, nice work, man. Yeah. Nice work. Great, great job. Got a real legitimate laugh out of that one. That's wonderful. That's what I, we love our, we love our listeners. They're also funny disrespectful. And don't li- ever listen to the podcast. No, you're perfectly <laughs> right and I love it. You're the best. When Mike dies, you're the new host. Don't listen to my <laughs> half of the podcast. Um, one final history road and then we'll get the fuck out of here. Ian Gregory Blaine sends us an email saying, I, I bought billysdogs.com. Hi, Mike and Steve. Unfortunately, when a bunch of people start Googling Billy's dogs, GoDaddy decides to buy that domain and not sell it for less than $70. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Wow. What a shysty thing. However, Billy's dogs was available on Squarespace and I photoshopped celebrities with Bill with various dogs. Also, if Steve wasn't aware of this already, I would encourage him and everyone to look up the hashtag Ian for DB2019 on YouTube. What does that mean? Is this a self-plug? Ian Gregory Blaine is trying to be on the actual podcast. Oh, he wants to be like a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks he for has do. done the Rickroll thing. Oh. He has done, he did a, a bad furniture once for me where he blew up a couch. Oh, that's great. So he's a funny boy. He's a very funny boy. And I, I commented on, he did a video trying to spark this whole movement with uh-huh. a hashtag. Uh-huh. And I hit him up, and there's like there was like 50 views on the video. Wow! And I was like, not looking good. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time. I got to tell you what, not looking good. Um, I but don't <clears throat> feel free to throw your support behind it if if you'd like to see this happen. My uh, my internet is not really working right now. Steve's Otherwise, to sabotage. <laughs> Otherwise, I would not. Uh, I won't be. Uh, I'm. Oh, I Oh no, I think I I think I lost the camera over here. That's okay. We got six more happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> we lost the connection. <laughs> uh are we at the plugs part of the podcast? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so I want to reiterate, thank you so much for everyone who's designed a t-shirt for us in the past fucking since we've been a podcast and thank you guys so much for selling out the limited edition t-shirts every time we put one up. That's fucking awesome of you and it really helps us out a lot and uh we're Glad you guys like the show enough to want to do that. Also, today, Friday, two new t-shirts are dropping. Yes. And I'm not going to give away what they are on this show. So go to uh, dynamic, go to dynamic banter. Clothing. 
get one or both of those rep, whichever one represents you the best. And then, okay. So Irvine improv, I'm doing a friends and friends show on April 9th. And I think Delman's coming and my friend David Murphy's going to be there. We're trying to finalize the, the rest of, of the uh, Heard of rest of the lineup. So listen to me. The Irvine Improv is a huge room. It's oh, like really? It's a 400-person room. Oh, you're trying to fill that fucker I up. I don't know how we're going to get 70 people in there. And even if we get 100, it's going to look like no one is there. <laughs> but I want to I be very honest about something. Okay. I guess two things, because that was already very honest. Yeah. If, for whatever reason, a ton of people come to that show and turn out for the Friends and Friends show, I don't have a television show. I don't have a podcast like Joe Rogan's that does like hundreds and thousands of views. If a lot of people come to that, I promise you that'll be something very special. Wow. So, like, guys, get get your act together and get to this damn show. Yeah, I think tickets are cheap. Irvine Improv, April 9th. Yeah. Kevin made a, a promo video for Kevin's it. Kevin's a good boy. That's on uh, Friends and Friends Show uh, on the Instagram, Friends and Friends Show. We're going to spread that around. Thank you, Kevin, for that. Nice work, Kevin. You're but a good boy. It's going to be a great show regardless because I only bring out my, my friends, my funniest friends. But uh, if a lot of people turn out to that, that's going to be a very special thing, and that'll look very good. So if you want to help out, come. I think that sounds wonderful, and I hope you guys do help out. So please go to his goddamn show at the Irvine. <laughs> Improv. Um. All right. Well, fuck, dude. What a great show. And Valley Folk patreon oh yeah patreon.com slash the valley folk if you want to help those boys and girls out and uh we appreciate you guys so much you're so yeah. funny we love our history roads we love you guys so much thank yeah. you for supporting us in good any luck, way ian. good luck ian um and really yeah we your support is so appreciative appreciated and appreciative <laughs> and uh we enjoy uh we love it we love entertaining you guys and we yeah. love that you love this dumb shit so thank sarah you sarah says she's going to try to get the the videos out a little earlier so if i get nice. footage to her like tonight she's going to try to put them well, up what a like, sweetheart. alongside the podcast if not the next day so thank you sarah what a sweetheart named sarah thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast we care about you we love you and we love you and we love you and we love you <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.